Welcome to the Healing with Meg podcast. The mission is women's optimal health. We'll be focusing mainly on skin issues from a holistic perspective, along with all things women's health, with solo episodes, guest experts, Q&As, and more. Let's get right into the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Healing with Meg podcast and in this episode we are going to be talking all about our obsession with skincare products for acne prone skin in particular but also just skincare in general for everyone's skin and we're also talking about the problems with skincare. We're going to be talking about marketing and advertising and how to actually heal chronic acne that doesn't involve skincare products. So just to kind of set the scene a little bit, I wanted to share with you, maybe this was 10, 11, 12 years ago, and I think I must have been maybe 20 years old. And I very clearly remember being in boots. So Boots is in the UK and it's a kind of like a, it's a store, it's a shop that sells all makeup, all skincare, all your toiletries and it's it was one of my favourite shops and it probably still is one of my favourite shops. So, and I actually used to work at Boots, uh, but this was before then. So, young me and I went to Boots with the intention of finding the next skincare product that was going to save my skin and I was walking down the aisle and I full-on remember being like okay the next product I buy has to work it has to and I was looking at all these different products and uh oh gosh so many different brands Clearasol, Simple, um oh my gosh so many different ones and already I think maybe for about 10 years and before that, I had tried so many different products and cleansers and all this stuff. And I was looking at it thinking, okay, I've already tried that one. I've already tried that one. I've tried that one. That was not good. That made my skin worse. Oh, that one did absolutely nothing. And I almost had this like weird download, weird moment of intuition or whatever that literally came out of nowhere. I was a bit of a dumbo at that point. Like I, I I, wasn't a critical thinker. I was very much in my own dream world. Um, so this was kind of weird for me. But anyway, I remember having this moment, this, this thought that came into my head and it was, none of this stuff is gonna work because if it worked, then these businesses would be out of business. If any of these products actually worked to heal my skin and get rid of my acne, they'd be out of business because I wouldn't need to buy them again. And I was specifically looking at all the, all the, obviously, the acne products. And I remember having this thought and just thinking, yeah, like, why on earth would they want any of these products to actually work? To actually genuinely work and heal your skin? Because if there was a product that did that, then they'd be out of business. I was really wanting something to clear up my skin and have it gone once and for all. Like I didn't want to have to use this product for the rest of my life to keep my skin clear. I wanted something that was gonna help clear it up and that was gonna be it. But of course, 
I had this realization, none of these products are gonna work. And even if they do work, I'm gonna be reliant on them forever because if I stop using it, then my skin's gonna go bad again. So I had this realization, I was in boots looking at all these different products and now, 10, 11, 12 years later, I can see with hindsight what was going on and with a bit more hindsight, I can see what's going on with the marketing and advertising of these products and I can understand why these products don't actually work for chronic acne. So of course, some of these products work and they work really well. Um, but when it comes to chronic acne, we obviously need to go much deeper. And it is worth noting as well that if you are using a topical that keeps your skin at bay, but if you stop using that topical and your skin breaks out again or it, it goes it goes bad, then you haven't actually healed what's going on within your body to clear your skin. You haven't actually healed the root cause. It is just another band-aid, which is fine if people want to use band-aids, that's absolutely fine. So in 2019, the acne treatment market was valued at nearly 11 billion US dollars. And in 2030, so in less than 10 years, it's expected to increase to over 15 billion US dollars. 2030, it's estimated to be over 15 billion US dollars. And that's just the acne treatment market. That's not the whole skincare market. That is just acne treatment. So as we know, acne rates are rising. So is the amount of skincare that people are using. And here's another statistic that I found when I was researching this episode. So in 2019, the leading acne brand in the US was Neutrogena, with sales that amounted to about $94.9 million. $94.9 million US dollars. Is anyone's skin getting better after using Neutrogena? Mm, I'm not sure about that, but they are making a lot of money. <laughs> and in 2020, the global skincare market generated approximately 130 billion, billion US dollars. 130 billion US dollars. And the revenue of this market will increase to roughly 177 billion US dollars by 2025. There's a lot of money in the skincare market. People like skincare, people enjoy skincare. And if you are one of those people, go for it. It's fine, it's absolutely fine, go for it. If you enjoy skincare and you enjoy trying out new products, that's all okay. But I'm just wondering why the acne rates are going up. The amount of money people are spending on skincare is going up. The amount of money people are spending on acne treatment is going up. All of these things are going up, but nothing's getting better. Uh, and I mean, I have my own theories as to why that is. So why are we obsessed with skincare products? Why are we addicted to trying new products, trying new products? This used to be me. I used to love products. And if I knew that at 31 years of age, I would be getting sent free skincare, I would have been like, oh my God, that is amazing. But now for me, like I said in the last episode, I don't get sent much at all. And I think it's probably because what I talk about 
but which equals I don't get sent too much stuff. Uh, probably because they know that I'm so picky and because I talk about healing acne holistically that I'm not actually that bothered about the skincare part of it, even though it is a factor in it, but it's not everything. When I was younger, I honestly thought that skincare could solve all my problems and I really went into it and over the years I've just tried so much stuff. I tried all the stuff from the doctors, some of it was really good, some of it was did nothing. I tried all of the stuff from Boots and Superdrug, um, tried Clearasil, I tried the Clinique anti-blemish solutions, what else did I try? Oh, these things called, what are they called? Oxypads, and I think they had um, salicylic acid in them. Tried glycolic acid, lots of different acids, lots of dif different exfoliating stuff. Yes, I tried the St. Ives exfoliating scrub. I used to use that quite a lot. Oh my goodness, I <laughs> apologize to my skin for using that. Uh, but yeah, we are kind of obsessed with skincare products and I think this has probably grown especially more over the past five, six, seven years because of social media. It's one aspect of it. It was always popular, but social media, I guess, just made it more possible or more known um, and because there are so many influencers and influencers and celebrities that talk about these different skincare products and they can lead you to believe that this is an amazing product and this is going to work for you just like it worked for me but it's not necessarily true I mean I guess it could be but it's not necessarily so I would always take the things you see on social media with a pinch of salt just because I I have seen the back end of it now and I've seen how companies go go about sending you skincare and how they kind of they kind of incentivize you to talk about their products and I guess what you get out of uh, promoting their products, especially if you've got like a discount code. Um, I will make a promise to you now that I will never share any kind of product or a discount code that I don't 100% believe in. Um, so you'll probably notice on my Instagram, I don't really talk about skincare that much and I don't, I don't think I have any discount codes with any skincare companies right now I don't even think I do um and what I've noticed with some companies as well is that they will send you a product to try and then like a week later they will want you to talk about that product and they'll want you to share it I think because I haven't done that because that makes me very wary I think because I haven't done that they've decided to not carry on working with me or not carry on sending me stuff because they probably know that I'm not going to be a person to talk about something unless I really like it. I don't know. My point is just even with your favourite influencers who talk about the skincare that they love, at the end of the day, if they are getting a financial incentive from it, just, just take it with a pinch of salt that yeah, it could work for you and it could be great. But also, it might not work for you, it might not be great, and they do have a financial incentive. Everyone has a financial incentive, everyone has their own agenda, all of us do in one way or another. I mean, I sell my coaching and things like that, so we all have our own agendas and things. But yeah, with skincare, this is happening more and more and more. 
So now we're going to talk about a little bit about marketing and advertising. I used to work in marketing and I did, uh, I used to do graphic design. I did, I did my degree in graphic design. So I am very aware of marketing, promotion, advertising. I've gotten to see the back end of some of this stuff and, you know, through being sent free product myself, I, I get to see certain stuff that maybe other people don't. Marketing and advertising of these particular skincare products will have you thinking that that product is the most amazing product and that product is the only one that is going to work for you. These marketing companies, advertising companies have gotten so, so, so clever at marketing that now it's really hard to tell what's genuine and what's not. What I have realised in looking at all these different skincare products, especially the acne ones, they're basically all the same. They're pretty much all the same. Every cleanser, every moisturiser, every toner, every spot treatment stick, they're all the same. They just have varying different amounts of ingredients, different chemicals but they're more or less the same. And there are now hundreds and hundreds of different kind of products that have been, <laughs> the only difference is a marketing. So the product inside is essentially gonna be ma mainly the same ingredients, more or less, but they are going to be marketed to you very differently. Whether it's because they are now a vegan product or an organic product or an oil-free product or whatever it is, they're going to find the USP, which is the unique selling point. They're going to find this and they're going to try differentiate their product to try and sell it to you and let you know it's the best thing. And when I say that all the ingredients are the same, obviously they're not exactly the same, but you get, you get my picture. If I'm saying... When we're talking about acne products, what I see over and over again is companies using salicylic acid in varying different levels. So they'll use salicylic acid. That's all it is. It's, it's all these acne products. They fit into these certain, I don't know, boxes of ingredients. One of them is salicylic acid because it can be, you know, it can be effective. One of the things I've realized from being given free product and being pitched certain different products is that every single company will tell you that their product is the best product on the market. I know this because even just not even skincare, but like um, different supplements and stuff, companies have told me about their products. They've sent me slide decks about their products and they always have this line of, oh, basically our product is so much better than the industry standard or so much better than this kind of, this other product in our industry. And they'll always say that their product is the one to choose and the best one. And I've seen this so many times now, it happens all the time. So now I'm very skeptical when it comes, when it comes to marketing and seeing adverts. I don't even want to see them because I just know that they are going to be basically trying to persuade me to buy them, use them, whatever. So when it comes to marketing and advertising, 
just have your wits about you, I guess, and just realize essentially all these products are the same thing. All the cleansers, the toners, the moisturizers, you don't necessarily need all this stuff. Get a simple cleanser, simple moisturizer, and then have like one active. Keep it super simple and forget all the other stuff. Unless, of course, you re- you're a skincare addict and you love all that stuff, then go for it. There's absolutely no problem with that. I know a lot of people enjoy doing that and enjoy testing out new products. It's just something that over the years, because I have tried so many different products, I just feel like I honestly just want a, the most basic skincare routine because my skin is the best it's ever been. And it's partly because I'm using literally like two, three products, skincare products. Uh, And I talked about in the last episode as well, the simplest, cheapest moisturiser and uh, cleanser. So that is that on marketing, advertising. And so let's talk about how to actually heal acne. We're going to do this from a kind of broad, we're going to say, I'm going to say this from a broad perspective. We're not going to go into detail on this episode, but... If we're looking at it from a more holistic perspective, I want to get across to you what having chronic acne actually means. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples or metaphors that might help you to understand. If I, and we're talking about chronic acne here, we're not talking about product acne um, or people that just get like the odd pimple. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about chronic acne, people who've had acne for the longest time, or maybe they've came off the birth control pill and the acne has came back. Here's an example. Think of a tree and think of the leaves on a tree. We all know intuitively, or if you're a gardener, you will know intuitively the the look of those leaves, the health of those leaves is not to be found in a particular oil that's going to make the leaves all beautiful and shiny or a moisturiser for the leaves that's going to make it all beautiful and shiny or a cleanser for the leaves. What a gardener will know is that the health and the look of those leaves is going to depend on the health of that tree and the health of the soil that that tree is planted in. So if the soil is crap, the tree's not going to do well. If the tree gets an infection, it's probably going to need to have one of its trunks, not one of its trunks, one of its branches um, cut off or something. Okay, maybe this is a bad example, but I think you get my point. We all intuitively understand that if you want a plant or a tree to be super, super healthy and look really flourishing and beautiful and green and thriving, that we're not going to throw a bunch of topicals on that leaf, on that plant to make it look better. What we're going to do is look at the soil, look at the overall health of the tree, look at the environment that that tree or that plant is. It's like looking after a house plant. Uh, whenever I've bought aloe vera houseplants in the past, they've always died on me. But there are certain plants I've looked after, which are like peace lilies or the snake plants. I make sure to look after their soil. I make sure not to waterlog the soil. I make sure to water them every few weeks. 
and make sure to give it lots of light but not too much so the environment of that plant is really really important it's not about putting a product on the leaves that make it look better it's the actual health of the leaf that makes it look better so what i'm saying and i'll give you another example in a minute but what i'm saying is yes topicals can be really really helpful there's no denying that but when it comes to having chronic acne and nothing has worked for it and you've had it for years and years and you are throwing oils and all these different topicals on your skin but you're ignoring what's going on within your body then your skin isn't going to improve there's a reason that the skin is erupting that there's a reason for rosacea there's a reason for eczema for acne for all of these skin problems there's something going on in the body and it's not to say that something's drastically wrong that's not what i'm saying it's just that something is a little off balance and we just need to spend a bit of time working out okay what's going on what what's the root cause here and how can we change the internal and external environment of the body to improve the overall health of the body which is going to improve the skin how can we come back into balance to improve the skin so here's another example this may be a weird example but i'm going to share it with you anyway so my dad has pigeons and if you've never heard of pigeon racing before you'll probably think this is really strange but if you have heard of it then please send me a message on instagram so pigeons my dad for his whole life has looked after pigeons and he's raced the pigeons so he is obsessed with the health of those pigeons and he can tell by looking at a pigeon just how healthy i mean the bird pigeons so he can he can tell how healthy the bird the pigeon is by looking at his eyes by looking at, at its feathers he knows them so well he can look at the health of that bird and he does all this research into supplements he spends money on supplements for his pigeons like whether it's um fish oil or <laughs> i'm laughing because my dad's birthday was in January and um usually when it comes to Christmas or birthdays my dad asks for presents for the pigeons like I'm not kidding you he will ask for so in January I got my dad um fish oil omega um yeah omega-3 fish oil not for my dad but for his pigeons and that's that's just that's my dad anyway so he spends his time and his money into making sure these pigeons are super healthy and he knows by looking at the pigeons how healthy they are you know he looks at their feathers the colors of their eyes texture and things like that and so my point here is that he doesn't spend any money at all on um like oils or creams and lotions to make the feathers look really pretty or like eye drops to make the eyes look really nice or no 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 he knows it's all about the internal health of the pigeon so he's looked at oregano oil um because you know that's a can be an antibiotic so he makes sure to buy really decent quality food for his pigeons because he knows that that's going to affect the health and he knows that the health is what is directly going to impact their performance in the races because these pigeons they can go really far away and fly home. So 
they're called homing pigeons and so they might be they might have a race and be released in France and then they will fly all the way back to the UK to my dad's my mum and dad's garden I mean that's amazing I'm going off topic here but that is a really amazing for pigeons to do that they're actually really clever a lot of people don't like pigeons but I'm just like I love pigeons <laughs> okay so I really hope that you get my point there. My point is, so no amount of topical stuff is gonna make a difference when it's an internal problem, when it's an internal health problem. One last example, because I want people to get this, and you probably do, but let's think about our hair. If your hair is in bad shape, it's not doing too well, it's all, maybe it's bleached and dyed, no amount of oils or products that you put on your hair is going to make it look better particularly but what is going to make it look better is actually giving your body the nutrients it needs and having really good circulation which is going to help your scalp to grow really healthy shiny hair just to recap i don't think there's any need to be obsessive with skincare. I think the skincare in the whole scheme of things is like maybe like 5% of healing acne holistically. There's so much more that we need to look at underneath the hood of what's going on within the body. So I hope this has been helpful for you. And if you enjoyed this episode, let me know. I am currently sat in the basement of the house because we're setting up a sort of studio here for Paul to do his music and where I can just come down and do my podcast so it's much easier to do. So yeah, I will see you in the next episode. If you listen to this episode, please let me know. I love to hear that people have been listening to the podcast. It's just very motivating for me. And of course, rate and review the podcast just take 10 seconds to go ahead and rate and review the podcast so so helpful for me if you have any ideas or any topics you want me to talk about in this uh, on this podcast then let me know and thanks so much for being here all the way to the end and I will see you in the next episode bye everyone